0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Answers to the forerunners to the antecedents to the flood.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got
0: it. Yeah. Halo is only about like synonyms
1: for before. (laughs) Lower boys here. Uh, the internet's number one body temperature regulating podcast. <laughs> Pushing the headstones aside for another audience request. Uh, you fucking people just want more, more, more of the same shit. So here it is. Here's Halo again. Um, my name is Peter O'Donohue, and within the grave mind with me
2: are uh, my name is Ethan. My favorite body part to regulate the temperature of is the nipples. I cut holes in all my shirts. Helps for the chafing too.
0: <laughs> it's a two
2: for
1: one. <laughs> yeah, Ethan's a big jogger, so he does get the it's <laughs> the
2: nipple band aids. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like jogging, and I like those uh, wooden rocking horses, which also cause a surprising amount of chafing. Yeah. Really? My, mm-hmm. my name's
0: James, and uh, the number one way that I regulate my body temperature is my thighs rip the bottom of my jeans out, and I'm I think it's an evolutionary thing, like my ancestors
2: had really hot legs or something.
0: <laughs> Either yeah. that, or I've eaten too much in the last year. But <laughs>
2: there, There's a very specific type of uh, European or Scottish lion, which is known for preying on people's thighs, but they have very small hands. So if you're able to burst out of their hand grip, you're usually able to escape them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the it's it's like a moorish cougar so it,
1: it like it like lives in the swamps. Uh, a moorger. Uh <laughs> oh, Wait, no. The the Moors are like a different kind of people as well as like a moor as being like a Scottish swamp, right?
2: Yeah, a moor is a swamp, I think you're right. Traditionally a, haunted. A heath is a plain. Uh It's probably a magic card or something moor and it gives you some For sure, for sure. Blasted yeah. moor or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Got to be. Yeah.
1: Phyrexian more. Uh So like I said, we're doing more Halo. More, more Halo. <laughs> more Halo. <laughs> 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 more Halo. <laughs> the tongue just like got stuck on my teeth there. Um, <clears throat> we're doing more Halo, uh, as requested by, my god, Terry, Fiddy, Hondolo, Jester, um and the rest you, you know the, their rest.
2: Names. Yeah, this is, uh, the lore boys slash the intro to gilligan's island
1: <laughs> yeah and <laughs> yeah, other names um so if one of y'all wants to uh recap some of the episodes we've done thus far so that people can go find them in the description below presumably uh what have we talked about thus far with the halo universe and i mean it goes without saying all three of us are very familiar with at least like most of the games, the original trilogy,
2: at least. <clears throat> you say it goes without saying, but I'm going to start this recap off with a saying. They say John Halo was a steel-driving man. Uh, he uh, was. He, known, <laughs> he was known, I think, for being made out of goo uh, and having some of his associates dissolve into goo uh, at certain points. Am I mixing up cannons here? Um, no, you're mixing up who, who in that in in. Who was
1: actually made of goo? Whilst you know he was laying down the rails to go west. Okay. Uh, it's the uh, Oni who are like the spy section of the government, kidnapped children and replaced them with Flash clones, which right. are like they're like your ready-made microwave child
2: oh, um, right, right. you kid. leave them in a, you leave them in a glass of water and they come out as a yeah yeah, yeah, yeah human exactly
1: you, you you put you take someone's child and then you put their child back in the jar of water on their bedside yeah, yeah, yeah. To, hat, to hatch out of a little egg yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> i remember that part now yeah. Yeah. yeah so then they grew up to be spartans they fought wars presumably on earth primarily until the covenant showed up or were they a direct response to the covenant
1: they're uh, no they they were a direct response to um human colonies out in space wanting shit like rights and whatnot which no 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 not not in my fiction idiot
2: yeah oh, did we call them strike breakers at one point or is that they, they are basically like strike breakers I feel yeah, like the we make that joke a lot like, so <laughs> yeah exactly the insurrectionists is basically we're just like
1: hey we do a whole lot of labor out on these like dusted mining planets, uh, could we get, I don't know, 15 bucks an hour? And they were just like, well, maybe. What if we kidnapped your kids and had them kill you? Is <laughs> our, and it's a counter-offer, actually. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, and then we've all played the games. I've been playing through the Master Chief Collection up until I got distracted by the Doom Eternal DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thus far, I've done... I'm doing chronologically. Uh, so I did Reach, 1, 2... And now I'm on ODST. So I actually beat Halo 2 for the first time like three weeks ago. Uh, And I'm on ODST now. And I do have to say the kind of weird, quiet, non-Master Chief ones are the ones I prefer. Like Halo Reach I find very haunting. And I really, really, truly love it. Like I think it's definitely the best one I've played thus far. And But I mean, yeah. And then I played the remaster of Halo 2. Where the remastered audio is more important than the visuals. Because... Switching through, you know, old graphics and new graphics in Halo One is great to see like what you remember and what you actually saw yeah, as far yeah. as like, goggles go. <laughs> it's like in two thousand one, but the, the remastered audio in Halo Two makes the original obsolete. Like it, it, it changes so much, and I, like like I'm not like an audio guy, but it I give full credit to like audio engineers out there and musicians and whatnot because the music and the gun sounds everything is so much fucking better in, in Halo 2 Anniversary
0: hmm. yeah like like you mentioned with uh, being able to see how it used to look and how it looks now when I played it on um, on Microsoft Game Pass the Halo Master Chief Collection has a single button where you can switch to old graphics to new graphics yeah. like yeah. instantly while you're playing so it's really cool you can see how old the, te- the old texture is like they looked a lot better in our youth, we could say that. for Yeah, sure. in Halo 2, you can do that in the cutscenes. So cool. you can
1: see <laughs> how they changed, uh, like, blocking and the way that they shoot cutscenes. Like, the cutscenes in, in Halo 2 Anniversary are also, like, they're not in-engine, so they look way, 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 way better than anything else. But yeah. cool. uh, the way they're all, like, blocked and, and shot is also very, is also very interesting. Like, Halo 2 Anniversary is, is like, a fucking incredible product, I have to say. Like, really, really cool.
2: I mean, Halo 1, 2, and 3 were fantastic games. I did, I have played all of them, i know the storyline to red versus blue the old machinima by rooster teeth way better than i know the storyline to halo <laughs> i've seen <laughs> it many many times but it was a lot more time spent on multiplayer in the games for sure for me
1: yeah caboose's parents were very sad when his clone died yeah. of kidney failure
0: or yeah. some yeah. shit <laughs> was it the battle rifle like if you got those perfect shots it was only two times you had to press a trigger to kill someone yeah, yeah, or you can yeah.
1: insta kill every fucking elite in the game with a plasma pistol, a plasma pistol and a battle rifle. Because if yeah. you take out their shield, it's one headshot. Yeah, the battle rifle had that three shot burst, so you had to
0: yeah. aim for the, the the recoil and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um.
1: Now, uh, obviously, we talked about the Spartans and the humans and the Covenant, which we mentioned, which are the alien races uh, that have all kind of unified against humanity. Uh, we have episodes on all three of those things, and this fourth episode here is well, I mean. We're all red-blooded men, and uh, all three of us know that nothing spices up a relationship better than an uninvited third party.
2: True, yeah, true. Right? That, that's why I love uh, when I see couples at restaurants enjoying a nice romantic dinner. I always pull up a chair and join them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I figure, yeah. you know, and what could spice things up more than me hitting on either this man or this woman for the for the other one, you know? And remember to sample both of their plates— but don't use utensils that really improves their romance is your bare hands in their I don't know know. spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) strangely (laughs) always spaghetti and I always try and do that thing where I'll grab one spaghetti noodle and start sucking it into my mouth but I'll leave the other spaghetti noodle like conspicuously on their like the other end sorry of the spaghetti noodle conspicuously on their fork expecting them to pick it up and finish it. But <laughs> all, instead, all they do is like try and call the head waiter or get management involved or threaten to call the police. It's, romance, I mean, wearing- is, romance is dead in 2020, let me tell you. <laughs> You're
0: wearing a white shirt and I can just picture you slurping the spaghetti and like, <laughs> sauce
2: flying all over the <laughs> white, oh, shirt, no white shirt. Matter, <laughs> no matter what the meal is, Jamie, when I eat out at a restaurant, I have a lobster bib on, okay? So... <laughs> Always a yeah. lobster bib, and then I usually have one of those uh, hats that you see at baseball games with the uh, the tanks for beer, but I usually yeah. have red wine in those. So oh, nice. my teeth are heavily stained uh, by the time I sit down at this table, and I'm usually staggering drunk. You can, yeah, save money that way, too.
0: They, the markup on alcohol in restaurants, it's It's, un- it's un- You want to be prepared for anything. You want your
1: lobster bib, and then uh, chopsticks in your dominant hand, just in case, so you can eat anything.
2: The 16th Amendment uh, protects you from unlawful searches of your uh, beer hats, just so you guys <laughs> know.
1: <laughs> Keep guns holstered in them with little yeah. straws coming out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called freedom, all right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, so today's episode, for uh, people who have read the title, will know, are the other date crashers of the Halo universe, and not just spaghetti, Ethan. Mm-hmm. Um, although they are kind of fibrous and gross uh, <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> uh, where Today's episode is about the Flood, uh, a parasitic alien species that has run ruinous through the Milky Way galaxy for millennia. Uh, however, their greatest achievements was becoming the main antagonist of the Halo trilogy. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, To understand the flood uh, is to understand the powdered bodies of extragalactic alien gods.
2: Okay. Yeah. Powdered how? Like their bodies were powdered or their bodies were covered in powder. Like a powdered donut is covered in powder, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know uh, if they intended on becoming seasoning, but they definitely <laughs> did in some capacity. So, okay. um we've clowned on Bungie and other devs like Blizzard a lot for coasting on like zero original ideas with good gameplay. And I'm not sure wh- which of their like fucking neurosurgeons was like Cthulhu, but we don't call of it that was the thing that they wanted to add to the canon. So they were like, oh, we've exhausted all the other, we did Heinlein, we did Catholic aliens, and now what <laughs> What? What else are we going to add in? It's just like, guys, I don't know if you've heard about this dude, HP Lovecraft. Now hear me out. <laughs> I know it's an original idea. What if giant alien squid gods from outside of the galaxy were also part of our story? I, I know it's never fucking been done before. but
2: like,
0: That's <laughs> the big three.
2: That's the big you three. Think, yeah.
0: You got me thinking though. So like you said it are they powdered like a powdered donut that's just powdered on the outside or are they powdered the whole way through kind of thing? What if you pranked your friends by getting a, a powdered donut that was powdered the whole way through? So they're gonna <laughs> take a bite and like, just like our best.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a take a powdered donut for take note, uh, listeners for next year's April Fools. Take a powdered donut, suck all the jelly out, fill it with chalk, and then give it to your <laughs> friends. <laughs> Yo, that reminds
1: me. I heard like this headline where the Swedish government had to stop Bill Gates or like a thing that he had funded recently that was seeding the atmosphere with chalk dust to dim the sun as like a as like some kind of last ditch to <laughs> stop global warming. He was like, what if we filled the atmosphere with chalk dust?
0: To <laughs> light? He was just hanging outside in like a kid's park outside of school and saw the kids banging the chalk things together. Yeah, yeah, I got it. it. <laughs> yeah. Eureka
1: yeah of course he's 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 sitting in a tub outside of a children's playground and he's you know like entertained enough by the dipl- displaced liquid like anybody would be but yeah. then he sees the kids clapping erasers together that's a real <laughs> fucking idea on how to save the earth and he says
2: eureka eureka and runs through the streets naked and
1: yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> and he's rich and white so no one stops him they're just like i hope he's okay no and one then that's the end of it. nope um now um some things, like chalk, do manifest naturally as particulate. Uh, the precursors, which is the shitty name they gave their Cthulhu aliens, did not. Um, the precursors are referred to as a trans race that can travel between galaxies. Uh, and their hobby is basically accelerating the evolution of various races and then seeding their worlds with technology. So um, they began to do this in the Milky Way about 10 million years ago, according to Forerunner history. So we have the Forerunner who precedes humanity, sort of, and then the precursor who precedes the Forerunner, and then the last guys up are the headliners, and that's the ones you actually give a shit about. Right. Right. So they're the opening
0: band uh, who was friends with the Milky Way galaxy, I guess. What if there's any... uh Bleed over into the Jack and Daxter universe with their precursors. Yeah, Yeah, probably. Uh, Somebody probably played Jack and was just like, oh man, we
1: don't have ancient aliens. Uh, We do, but not that ancient. And (laughs)
2: like toss that shit in there. (laughs) What if if ancient aliens, but. Alien-ers. ancient or alien nurse. Ancient-ancient aliens? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, but where did they get their
1: ideas for pyramids? Huh? Think about it. Yeah, yeah. Clearly no one can just invent the pyramid. It has to be seeded yeah, by aliens. No ancient <laughs> alien
2: is sophisticated enough to have developed the pyramid entirely on their own, okay? Yeah, so, of course.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Dude, it's the strongest shape. It is a triangle. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, it's just like it's just ancient aliens stacked into ancient aliens at this point. Um, the forerunners uh, build a lot of the iconic alien structures in the Halo universe, including the Halo Array, which we'll talk about. The so forerunners, the, you said. The forerunners, okay. yeah, exactly. Um, they wrote um, the manga basically for the Netflix adaptation, in in the sense that like they created all the cool shit and then. Humanity and the Covenant kind of adapted that going sure, forward. Sure, it, And it was worse. Um, the Forerunner revered the Precursors as gods and assumed what they called the Mantle as a sort of religious code. Uh, this code instructed them to protect the galaxy and all sentient life within it uh,
2: for the thrill, the money, and the PR. So everything. Okay, so we have Precursors come to Milky Way. Yep. Uh... They go to Venus to get more, uh, penis and Mars to get more chocolate bars. Uh, and they, on the way through, they see earth and they say like, that's a good, good planet for some life. Let's start accelerating life there. Let's start accelerating life here. Let's start accelerating life everywhere and leave a bunch of ancient technology around. And the forerunners were one of the races that got accelerated by the precursors. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Yeah, I don't know, they found the Neanderthal equivalent of the Forerunner on their own homeworld, and after having already, or like, I don't know what order it went in, but it was like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's an admirable monkey man, he could use a spear or some Mm -hmm. shit, and then, you know,
2: sort of thing. Look, I've taken a monkey and given him a gun. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, I've taken a monkey. I've given him a go-kart, a small biplane, and a hovercraft.
0: I've taken a monkey, and I've given him a 12-inch steak and cheese. Ew. <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong, wrong, wrong lore.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Master Chief is just narrating this whole thing while they're going through the core of the earth. <laughs> Um, another species that was... Um, well, you had already mentioned this, but another species that was brought up by the Precursors was Humanity. Um, and if you guys want to flip uh, to the guides I sent you earlier to page 117 of your Ancient Alien textbook, One, you Spartan can start 117. following along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the uh, Precursors uh, eventually made it clear that they intended to pass on the responsibility of protecting the galaxy to Humanity, not the Forerunner. So now these two three species i guess are kind of coexisting out in space like uh, tens of millions of years ago so there is an ancient civilizations of humans and also forerunner and the precursor are still there so they fall they they kind of run afoul of each other when the precursors were like well no it was not you that we intended to pass on the mantle of responsibility of protecting the galaxy it was these other guys who don't worship us
2: as gods and that obviously goes real well hey we know you we gave you guys sapience we gave you guys the ability to understand what's going on in the universe and we gave you guys the keys to the kingdom and expected you guys to watch over all life here for a time but we want you to know that we only did that because we like your younger brother better and we needed to give him a bit more time to grow up (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, The
1: Forerunner, having already spent all their money on black sweatpants, castration, and Nike decades, uh, were predictably feeling a little bit slighted uh, by God himself. Yeah. Um, And the Forerunner began a genocidal campaign against the Precursors, uh, wiping out all but a few of them. This is the Forerunner-Precursor War. Um, The surviving Precursors hid out in deep space and developed a method of self-preservation, which involved converting themselves into a fine dust- and sealing it away in containers on automated spaceships.
0: Oh, <laughs> these are flutter mummy monsters. They just like yeah. <laughs> Flutter I mean that's a that's
1: not a connection that I made but you're ab- like absolutely right. Flutter really more of like a mummy curse.
2: Okay. I mean I yeah. do I do like that uh the humans in the covenant in the the series then are just like um, 1800s era British explorers ripping open tombs to, <laughs> <laughs> ripping yeah. open mummy tombs, basically, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, the, the first thing you do when you open a mummy toon, tomb is just like, take the deepest breath
2: you've ever taken. Yeah, that's it. It'll be fucking fine. There's yeah. no mold in here. <laughs> Pop open those canopic jars, would you? Let some of that dust yeah. into the air. <laughs> Who beat the mummy in that movie? It, it, Brendan Fraser's Master Chief. Oh <laughs>
0: shit! When he's got his crying
1: eyes through the visor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
2: so that means that that Benny would be the Covenant. I guess would be uh, the um, what's the elite's name? The the, the the arbiter. The arbiter. So I guess Benny would be the arbiter then, or was would... I think it's Jewel Mdama is his real name. The, uh, uh, Benny's real the name, arbiter or the arbiter's side. real name?
1: <laughs> the actor who plays Benny is Jule Dama. The arbiter <laughs> is the arbiter, obviously. Okay, Julem
0: Dama, we have got the power. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it wasn't Billy Zane who played the mummy, but it was a guy who looks incredibly like Billy Zane.
0: Yes,
1: that is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. Billy Zane is in some of the Dungeons and Dragons films
2: uh, and Titanic. Yeah,
0: that's
2: amazing. Nice he, he's the the fiance, the rich waspy fiance in Titanic.
1: Yes.
0: yeah,
2: He's the guy who deserves to die, but doesn't.
1: Exactly. Because he steals some Irish orphan or whatever the fuck. Who yeah, takes yeah. the
0: propeller death? Is that just like a random a random?
1: Oh, yeah, that's Mr. Propeller. <laughs> I think he's, credited, he's credited as Mr. Propeller by James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is what they did. they They turned to dust, sealed themselves in jars, put themselves on automated self-driving spaceships. That could never go wrong. Um, And this dust, their intention was, once it was released, would allow them to reconstitute their bodies with their memories intact from the time where they were um, disintegrated. Okay. All the surviving precursors except one would attempt this. Um, He remained in stasis for millions of years, eventually becoming known as the Primordial. So he is pretty much like a frozen monk on the edge of the galaxy, from what I understood, Okay. and he's just yeah
2: that, that's it he's a uh, um, imperial custodian so i i'm gonna guess you don't know the answer to this question but like if the end goal of opening the jars was to allow them to reconstitute why did they disintegrate themselves in the first place it was just their way of because they turned themselves into dust so
1: that this it's a complicated and kind of dumb answer but um The dust doesn't age anymore, so they kind of managed to, like, flash disintegrate themselves into the state that they were currently in, and then at some point, we're just like, well, the Forerunner would never suspect sand. (laughs) 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 So that's just, like, how they hid themselves away for the longest amount of time.
2: Space too big. Yeah, yeah. We've, yeah. We found a precursor ship, General, but it was just filled with jars and jars and jars of sand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's kind of funny that you mentioned that, because w- the next thing I wrote was like, like any plan in history that revolved, a, revolved around having a reliable cannery, it would eventually <laughs> go completely awry. The dust began to spoil just like the citrus fruit of the Franklin expedition or like
2: anyone who's ever been a sailor and had lead poisoning. Yeah. yeah. Like, or, yeah, the, we, we have a, a pre glimpse of that with all like the doomsday preppers who are like, I do all my can and I can everything, you know, and you're just like, well, you're going to get botulism one day, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I put the elastic
1: band and the tinfoil on the top of the jar myself. I don't need the government to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What, what the hell is botulism? Because people, I remember your mom used to always say it whenever we'd wash the dishes, not to put, use too much soap because we'd get botulism.
2: My my mom was so incredibly wrong about botulism my entire upbringing. She thought it came from leaving, not rinsing dishes well enough. Uh, okay. She thought it came from soap, but it's actually like a very, very, very deadly, uh, naturally occurring pathogen that just like from spoiled food and spoiled meats, you can it, they can develop botulism basically. Oh,
0: Okay.
1: And it often often forms in um, improperly sealed cans, like as things that that can spoil over the course of several years.
2: I still
0: thought about it when I would do my dishes, like to this day.
2: (laughs) Your mom is... Her propaganda is just... I I believed it for my whole life. And then I watched... uh, It was like a Veritasium maybe, or like a sci-show. I don't know. It was some YouTube science show where it's like, top five deadliest naturally occurring pathogens. And it was the one... um, I clicked on it because it had ricin, the one from Breaking Bad, and I was like, I want to see how, oh, how yeah. deadly ricin actually is, you know, what I, or if you could actually, right. like, develop it as they did in the show, and then the first one he talked about was botulism, and I was like, that's not how you get botulism, you get botulism for not rinsing your dishes, wait a minute, could my mother have been wrong this whole time, and uh, it turns out she was, I got to ask my
1: dad about that, because uh, our parents were in the same high school class <laughs> yeah, at some it's... point, so he might have the same stupid
0: fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> some science teacher just gave all the wrong information. It's affecting it is... two generations down. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. 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 It was probably Batty
1: Katak. I know that he was a substitute teacher at uh, my high school after he was also a, a high school teacher
2: at VCHS for our parents. <laughs> sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Name, Name some other potential teachers off. for our parents. Peter, why don't you? <laughs> what? I said, name some other potential teachers for our parents. Why don't you? Our listeners. The only one I know it. is
1: Batty. He's dead now, but, RIP, but that,
2: that's. Oh, it. didn't yeah. rinse his dishes properly. Yeah, <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess not. <laughs> uh, pretty dark. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> I didn't know the guy. Uh, it's funny. I was a uh, complete, complete tangent about another podcast, no less. So maybe this won't make the final cut, but I was listening to Comedy Bang Bang, um, and they had an episode which released on the 5th of my- April. Uh, Easter Monday, and so it's the Reason, they recorded it the week before uh, and they have, it was their 700th episode, and every 100th episode, they have the same, he has the same two guests on Jason Manzucas and Andy Daly uh, and Oh, I it, hate Jason Manzoukas so he's, much He is I don't like his characters in shows, but he's really yeah. good on Comedy Bang Bang because he doesn't play character. He's just himself. And I, okay. I actually okay. think that's, he's much more fair. enjoyable like that. But it's, I just don't like the characters that he plays. It's not necessarily his performance. Anyway, Andy Daly has this recurring character where he's a professional royal watcher, like British royal watcher. So he sells, he watches the royal family and he sells stories to the sun and things like that. That's what he does for a living. Um, and then he, he went on like, they went on like a 45 minute tirade where he talked about how he's impersonating Prince Philip because Prince Philip is actually dead. And then the guy croaked like a week later, oh <laughs> but my it was like fucking 45 God. minutes. I was like, man, they must've been kicking themselves. Whatever yeah. <laughs> the news came out that Prince Philip passed. Cause they went, they talked about it for so long. That's brilliant. Incredibly uncomfortable listening to it now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um i don't know leave it in people are here for the conversation but i do have more halo uh if anybody hasn't just uninstalled their podcast app at this yeah. point. <laughs> like, like, what the royal podcast? family
2: i don't care about that other <laughs> podcasts i hate those throws iphone out his window <laughs> uh. so the dust began to spoil um which was
1: predicted previously on a podcast or something like that. So it was in bad taste after 4 days. Mm-hmm. Um around uh around the year 107,445 BC, um ancient humans discovered abandoned spaceships drifting around the galaxy uh with what could have been hundreds
2: of tubes of mysterious dust in storage like on board. Yes. When you say ancient humans, do you mean like neolithic humans like on earth or do you mean these precursor advanced ancient humans precursor advanced ancient humans okay are we gonna get yeah. like convergent evolution of these two species or is it like a completely different timeline where humans on earth never evolve naturally no 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 like don't worry that
1: that that's covered towards the end
2: okay <laughs> okay
1: there, there is an answer to that question because i was asking the same thing and thankfully it's been answered by the weird sci-fi writers that covered this so mm-hmm. that's it Okay. Um, so after studying the dust, they had discovered on these uh, these uh, kind of autonomous ships. And then I'm not sure if these autonomous ships like just had plan- had not planned to be adrift for nine million years and just ran out of power, so that when finally uh, ancient humans discovered them, they just found a bunch of expired dust, and it was just like,
2: oh, what a waste. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> sweet free but- chalk. Mm, this just yeah. <laughs> gone off. <on. laughs>
1: uh, after studying the dust. Um, the eggheads discovered that it was organic and completely inert, so they had assumed it was totally harmless. Um, it somehow, like they've somehow, like discovered that it uh, had a psycho- like a psychotropic effect on some of their domesticated animals, making them easier to deal with. So it like unrandied their stallions
2: <laughs> just, in a I, way. I just could I say, and I kind of believe that this would happen uh, if if this were real life where humanity finds these ancient incomprehensibly advanced spaceships floating around in space they're like probably a couple million years they've been here a bunch of jars of dust they open some up very carefully in a lab behind bubbles they test them they say biological that's weird definitely present other life but also inert let's throw some in a cow's face see what the the cow does huh (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) just like oh cow cow didn't get mad isn't that weird normally cows get mad when you throw sand in their face but they get <laughs> mad at the dust <laughs> yeah that i mean it is exactly
1: that the, the predictable thing is like i mean it, we didn't detect
2: anything wrong with it do you want a line it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait, give it to the monkey first
1: yeah it, if no. he gets high if he gets high then then we're not gonna do it <laughs> Um one of the main domesticated animals that they had been giving the precursor dust to was an animal called the feru which is P H E R U. Okay. Um in my research I couldn't find out what it officially looks like it, but it is described as being like small and like a popular both edible and domesticatable pet. So I think it's comparable to like a hairless rabbit.
2: Okay. I was going to guess
0: like a little chicken.
2: I was say, is to say pig. My new HR guy at work has a pet pig. Is it cute? I've never seen it, but he talks about it a lot. Yeah, there's an HR guy at work named Papa, and I love that
0: name. <laughs> is it, oh my god, is it Papa Pig?
2: I just uh, how no. tall is he? Dif- different HR guys. He's 17 feet tall. Completely unrelated. But, um. <laughs>
1: um the feru is a popular pet uh like domesticated animal and pet so that's why i think it's a bunny because it's like a thing that some people eat and some people cuddle sort of thing right it's like comparable to that like no one no one goes over to like some other guy's house and is just like oh yeah we have hamster stew or whatever (laughs) but
2: (laughs) But i I think it's well i mean guinea pigs are eaten in peru and certain parts of the world right
1: yeah, but a guinea pig and a rabbit are kind of a similar pet. You yeah. give them a little cardboard tube to chew on, they're
2: fat, and they smell weird, and yeah, yeah. then they die just, when they're three. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if people somewhere were eating hamsters.
0: It's Whenever you go to a restaurant and you get guinea pigs, you have to order two, or else they get
2: lonely. <laughs> 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 Uh, i that's heard the, that
1: that's, that's the plate
2: yeah. <laughs> well i i think that people should order three because what if a stranger comes up to your table and pulls up a chair and wants to join yeah, you guys for dinner Are You right. <laughs> not treat him to a tasty guinea pig come on <laughs> you're a lady in the tramp an entire guinea pig no i don't <laughs> think so <laughs> <laughs> like mushing uh, it together between your faces God, just me just me sitting at the table wait with a guinea pig's head in my mouth waiting expectantly held up with chopsticks just oh. waiting expectantly <laughs> looking at this stranger who is just trying to have dinner and enjoy their own <laughs> guinea pig <laughs>
1: um uh. what a-
2: <laughs>
1: Ooh. 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 <laughs> um one of the main um owners of of the of the Faru were the san shayum who were another accelerated race from the uh precursors and would eventually become the hierarchs of the covenant which we talked about in our covenant episode.
2: Yeah. So they're the kind
1: of like e- hunched over ET looking guys. Yeah, and they f- they float, right? Or they're on floating well, they sit, little platforms. They sit in floating chairs because they're royalty at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They've evolved past the need for four handsome guys to carry them around. They just use like I don't know magnets or something. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah, kind of incomprehensible cool. technology. Exactly. <laughs> Some kind of precursor bullshit. Um, based on what's coming... Um, oh, sorry. I, did, we already had this conversation. I'm rereading something that we just modified. Mm-hmm. Um, so dosing the pharaoh with powdered aliens made them more amicable and easier to deal with, uh, which resulted in the pharaoh becoming even more desirable and creating a black market for like, calm rats. So, like, <laughs> Faru were more valuable but illegal or something in, in like, in the, in the society that existed at this time.
2: I also love that, you know, some sort of government institution found all this alien space dust and it was instantly flooded on the black market. And they're just like, yeah, we're giving, yeah. It to, we're giving it to rabbits. Get yours, huh? I'd, I'd pay almost <laughs> twice as much for a rabbit that's been rolled in space dust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just like they're like powdered in it. Yeah, they don't yeah. even, they didn't even get fed to them. <laughs> um,
1: treating fairy with alien dust continued for centuries, uh, leading me to ask how many fucking precursors were actually stored in these ships because they had disintegrated themselves as kind of some last ditch like effort but it was just like oh my fucking god dude there's only a billion of us left they're clearly gonna kill us all (laughs) and then it's just like we should atomize ourselves yeah 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 that sounds great because if they had centuries worth of like medication for domesticated animals that were popular on the
2: black market yeah like what I mean I I, again I, I don't really know why they did that right like why why turn yourself to powdered sugar just why? You know, it seems like a terrible defense mechanism to it prank your it? friends. Prank your friends, yeah. True, it's, uh, a, yeah like, it's they're all cans of nuts with like those fake spring snakes and a bunch of <laughs> like, viral dust in them. <laughs> yeah, <it's>
1: just <laughs> yeah. I want to prank my friends who are all cops, and when they stab a knife into uh, like a a white brick wrapped in um, plastic wrap and masking tape, they're gonna lick the blade of the knife and be like. Oh, it's Pete, he got me. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just
0: gonna turn into your dick in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like
2: rubs it on his gums to check if it's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like just you hear you hear Pete's voice from the bag of powder, like, guess who just got bag? <laughs> <laughs> ah Pete you son of a bitch <laughs> Dumps it into
1: the water and you, like flushes down a toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um uh, the dust began to change the Ferru, however, after hundreds of years uh, First manifesting as Soft, loose fur between Their shoulder blades, so Oh no, they're becoming Italians Um, the fur Was seen as soft and cuddly Especially by the San Shayum, so we're Just like, maybe we made a mistake In investing in hairless rats, I don't know <laughs> I kinda like this much better Now that they have, like, snuggly fur On them. Mm-hmm um, the ferru eventually began to, like, eat the hair off of each other, though, uh, which l- seems to have led to an ex- exponential kind of development of mutations within the population of domesticated ferru. Um, after they started eating the hair that was growing on them, fleshy tumors began to appear as well as something called striped rods. Um, I think that's probably kind of analogous to the flood tentacles that pop out of the chest. They have, like, the little rings around them, yeah, so it's yeah. it kind of striped and they have like that little seaweedy thing at the end there for those who couldn't see i was just flapping my hands wildly at the camera yeah, like, as little, the like, men like little little understand me. Things. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know how seaweed behaves yeah 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 um domesticated um foreign animals were being re- like had started being released back into the wild they were just like i don't know they're getting kind of cannibalistic and gross and they're eating all that cuddly fur we'll just back send them out into the wild and uh you know, domesticated animals being released into the wild has never caused issues in the past. So I don't see why it would now, considering 100,000 years ago is the past. So no problems have ever been caused at this point. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. If anything, will be a learning experience for future future generations. Yeah. That's how I like to look at my life. <laughs> I I, uh, I mean, they, they do things different in the past, apparently, because it, it really does feel like if you just had this, like, viral outbreak amongst your livestock population, you would do something to call them or fix the problem. Before, uh, you know, that disease, I don't know, perhaps had the chance to spread to humans or something of the sort. Yeah, like went totally crazy or something like that. that's it. And fuck things up for people, maybe. That'd be the obvious thing to do, is deal with it. But I guess releasing them back into the population is what they did back then, huh?
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and honestly, why mess with tradition?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, The link between the precursor dust and
1: the mutations, for some reason, was never made. Um, (laughs) The assumption was that the pets had simply become too inbred the the hierarchs the forerunner and humans were never just like what's changed recently <laughs> was yeah. it is it because we're like overbreeding them or is it the alien dust we just recently
2: discovered that has changed everything it's like no nah, they're maybe it's god's wrath hmm?
1: Oh, god didn't consider that
2: sent a plague of faru on the seventh day <laughs> 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 could be <laughs> faru let my people go huh <laughs> <laughs> that's There's a that, that's an episode title. We might want to note that one down. I like that. <laughs> that's a Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat reference, I
0: think.
1: Or just it's just like, or even um no, no. uh Pharaoh, Pharaoh, let my people go is Moses. So it'd be like um the Prince of Egypt movie, or just uh the Ten Commandments, or whatever. Like, I mean, yeah. it's been remade a thousand times. Yeah, exactly.
2: A tale yeah. as old as time. Yeah.
1: Um. Over time, now remember these are both domesticated and edible. Uh, over time, humans in San Shayum who had eaten dosed feru began to exhibit similar symptoms. So hair on their shoulders, um, <laughs> and yeah, well that's and like also the tumors and like the other growths and shit. But like hey, the main does my one, superior to you.
2: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's shut up, like, Bill.
1: I know I'm 55, but like, <laughs> I, it's just like, God, is this natural? Um, this this. Infection would then pass from human to human and human to San Shayum but rarely from San Shayum to human. So, uh, the Hierarchs themselves couldn't really pass on the, uh, dust infection as quickly as, or as efficiently as, as the other species. Um, these infected individuals are also referred to as antecedents as they, like, predate, um, the flood themselves. Sure. Um. Infected humans became compelled to eat infected feru, so they got addicted to the dust that they were putting inside of their rabbits, um, as well as rifling through dumpsters and taking deep labored drags out of discarded blue masks.
0: So, so we got the precursors to the forerunners to the anti- antecedents to the <laughs> flood.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got yeah. It. Halo is only about like synonyms for before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like based the entire franchise on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, over time, the infection began to transform the infected into a variety of specialized forms. So forms for combat, uh, biomass harvesting, as well as both trapping and helping stepsisters. <laughs> so there was a flood for everything. There you go. Uh, the flood spread easily. Uh, using existing spacefaring technology to infect hundreds of planets in 15 systems um, or 15 solar systems in a short amount of time, um, humanity began destroying forerunner ships and cleansing forerunner planets as soon as the flood was detected. So they basically just like pull over an entire planet and be like, hey, buddy, your headlights busted. Got, gotta, <laughs> got, gotta go. The yeah. moon's out sort of yeah. shit.
2: Um, I pulled you over because the... you have expired plates, but I was going to walk my canine unit around, see if he, uh, you know, actions any uh, flood in your car. There, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have anything. You could, you could tell me about it. You know, it's going to be better for you if you tell me about it now.
1: Don't have any tentacles in the glovey, do you? Yeah,
2: <laughs> 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 just spills out. Just like, me, oh god, I did. I'm so sorry. Could you, could you step out the car? Let me see your shoulders, please. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> pretty hairy.
0: Looking pretty hairy. Dude, letting the dog like be the thing. Like the dog is signaling is the most like. The, the cop could just say that if he wants to, right? Like, there's nothing to back that up other than a dog being interested in the thing you're pointing it at. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: but, I, well, of course, there could be like bread
0: somewhere in the car. Like, yeah, the fucking animals yeah, yeah. know. Um, kind of rude to search just based on that.
2: Yeah, kind of, kind of rude to search for flood based on canine searches. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah. against it. They are, they are, they are incredible dogs, though. I, I'm not gonna lie. I was yeah. watching a streamer today, and he just spent five hours. Uh, Streaming live PD essentially, so I watched it basically all day. <laughs> <laughs> Very relevant. I watched a lot people. of that too, man.
0: Whenever, <laughs> whenever the person's like, "Am I being arrested?" I'm like at home being like, "No, dude, you're being detained. You're Detained, idiot."
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want to. I really want to find a streamer that that will watch all of uh, Judge Judy, right, basically, because I feel like oh. that, that's kind of a similar itch, you know,
0: just watching people's problems. There's a a paternity court one that's really good to watch, <laughs> and I was watching a streamer do it the other day, uh, and the whole thing is just like they have the kid on camera, and they're like oh the parents God. are fighting about who owns it and stuff. It's fucked up.
2: That sounds Don't too sad for me.
0: Up. Yeah, I'd
2: rather people fighting over who who gets the dishwasher in the divorce, you know. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's gonna be me. Yeah.
1: Alright. I use that thing all the time. <laughs> um the Lord of Admirals within the human navy was a man named Forthenko. Uh um, for
0: Forthenko?
1: Forthenko. F O R T H E N C H O. Like
0: before. Hmm? Yeah, Maybe yeah, it's, it's like theme. the level of his going Like there's a five Thinko and a six (laughs)
1: Thinko. Oh, you you think that's actually his rank? His name
2: is actually Thinko. and This is antecedent Twitch speak, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) It's very fourthinko Thinko of you to come up with that, James.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then Thinko kind of sounds like Cinco. So maybe it's just someone who was counting and they they were switching languages in between. I don't know. Or he just has a lisp and he's trying to speak Spanish. True.
2: For Thinko. Mm-hmm. <laughs> papi. Um, what Fortinco, Papi, Forthenko papi <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: for some reason for decided not to warn the forerunner before glassing their planets um, he said this was to ensure the flood could not see it coming the flood had the ability to retain the memories of their hosts um which i would say lore boys can in a bit is the purpose of the dust right? Like the dust was supposed to revive the precursor bodies with their memories intact. So after eating rabbits contaminated with it, then the flood itself has changed within their bodies and could, you know, yeah. yeah. they, they, they could read your mail. They can legally read your mail. So he didn't want to send anything to Forerunner planets to let them know. I'll allow it, Pete. You get the dishwasher. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Um Forthanko's conspiracy backfired, imagine that. Um, and his actions were perceived as humanity simply being expansionist conquerors. Um, imagining that the flood themselves were made up as well. So his unprovoked um attacks on entire planets with no information given whatsoever was somehow perceived negatively by the forerunners seen <laughs> I mean, as an act of war somehow sure. uh, it, yeah it seems like they may have seen that as an act of war exactly
0: now <laughs> uh, the dog was signaling so they had the right to do. yeah exactly right. yeah. yeah exactly
1: <laughs> they pulled over the pulled over the planet the guy was a, a little bit rude at the beginning there and yeah. then uh after that uh, that was that was the end of it
2: those are those no. are the mighty hairy shoulders you have there, friend oh no these these shoulders aren't mine i was just uh i was boring them for i was holding them for a greek friend uh, just, you know, <laughs> not mine though, officer. <laughs> <laughs> Those shoulders were mighty hairy there, bud.
1: <laughs> um, it is, in some ways, hard to say I was wrong, considering the enemy could essentially read minds. But his actions obviously led to the human forerunner war, uh, which we're not going to get into right now because that's a whole other story. Um, humanity ended up fighting a two front war. Uh, which is was a real Halo combat evolved, as the saying goes, sure, yeah. against both the Forerunner and the Flood. Um, exactly. The Forerunner were surprised how easily they beat back humanity. What with their you know being able to pull over entire planets up until this point. Yep, since they were busy fighting
2: some imaginary enemy on some imaginary second front. Right, Surpri- surprisingly good at fighting, considering they warred their gods to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 10 million fault. years ago.
1: <laughs> um, the forerunner finally came into recorded contact with the Flood during this time. So they managed to see that, oh, fuck, um, we started this war based on a lie, based on the truth. The most gray kind of war, yeah, I
2: yeah. guess. So morally gray. I didn't know uh, Halo was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, Bruce Willis is just like, "Oh no, humanity was right the whole time." Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) Um, I see, I see, hairy shoulders. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Imagine if that's what uh, Haley Joel Osment's nightmares were about—his guys with hairy shoulders. Uh,
2: just the old Greek man with really hairy shoulders. <laughs> yes, <dude. laughs> just like
0: one eyebrow. Someone who never met me uh looked at my stream uh, from like my WoW friends and they're like that they- you look like Haley Joe <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can kind of see it now that oh, I put on a bit of weight.
1: Adult. I can see that yeah. actually, yeah. yeah.
2: I'm not sure I see it at all. Maybe no? I've just you, known you. You've know known long me a long time though, yeah. Ethan. So it, you, you gotta got pull
1: the clip for that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Forerunner came into contact with the Flood during the Human Forerunner War, and were predictably unprepared for fighting two fronts, and several of their fleets were completely devastated. Um, the Flood proved hard to study, uh, their bodies tend to fall apart, what with them being based, their dust-based
2: Yeah, they just crumbled based- to dust every time. When you shoot them in the games, too, that's what happens, and I'm sure they do that as a way of preserving ram like on the original xbox was like yeah don't have the bodies fall just have them explode into dust when they die yeah uh but i mean it's very effective that's been canonized now anyway um <laughs> uh, the fact they're just like a hip and legs is
1: is is, is lore is lore accurate basically yeah. um right like
0: women right <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. so dumb <laughs>
1: um the flood for some reason began to retreat shortly after contact with the forerunner um the didact uh which is just a rank that is given his name he's the villain from halo 4 um he theorized that this was actually intentional excuse me i lost my place there for a second that's okay um, del- despite the lack of usable material, the Forerunner managed to discover something called the Logic Plague. Uh, the Flood seemed to be able to corrupt AI as well as flesh. But that they came into contact with, um, causing families in minivans to constantly turn the wrong direction on claim like clearly labeled hideway- highways. So people <laughs> turn off bridges when their GPS would tell them to, <laughs>
2: um,
1: and they would also have snake uninstalled from their TI eighty three calculators. Oh damn.
2: No. Microsoft, we do have an episode
0: on actually. Microsoft
2: Sam learned how to say the word crotch instead of crow's nest.
0: <laughs> very very rude. He had a bunch of other things you would say to me. I should do a Microsoft Sam episode one of these. That would be yeah, funny. Or text to speech in general. There's like a rich history there for sure. <laughs> um following the calculator sabotage,
1: the flood appeared to retreat from the galaxy entirely for nearly 10,000 years. Um in the interim The forerunner figured they'd get humanity out of the picture. So this is what this is the explanation to your question from earlier, Ethan. Um, they took advantage of the weakened humans and drove them back to their capital, which at this time was called Karim Hakor. Uh, and after this they managed to devolve the race and leave us on our planet of origin, the Earth.
2: It's kind of ironic because cavemen are historically depicted as having very hairy shoulders, right? (laughs) Give them very shoulders. It's like a leftover side effect, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh can i just say this is this the stupidest plan yet of the forerunners because it's like humans are like hey there's this problem in the galaxy called the flood so we blew up one of your planets that was infected with the flood and they're like that's stupid that's nothing but a ghost tale uh we're going to war with you over blowing up our planet and, and humanity is like you know what that sucks but we're gonna we're gonna defend ourselves from you and we're gonna keep trying to kill the flood and then they find out the flood are real And are like, well, we got to put an end to these flood. These humans are already doing a pretty good job of it by blowing up planets. But you know what? (laughs) Let's get them out of the picture instead of making peace. And then we'll just try and tackle the flood ourselves. That's how good? (laughs) Send these guys back to the fucking Stone Age. Literally. Literally. Yeah. I don't know (laughs) if they turned us back into cavemen or
1: just took away the metric system and sent us back to Earth or whatever the fuck. (laughs) But regardless, we we, turned back into worthless savages. And then like... Evolved normally, so all this alt history is written out of existence. When it, they just plop us back into, I don't, I don't know, like the the Fertile Crescent, ten thousand years ago yeah. or something. There was like, cool,
2: no, no. T- that- That
1: takes care of that plot hole.
2: Take all their keyboards so they don't know how to write any of this down with traditional tools and they'll have to reinvent it. But leave some pyramids behind just to remind them what for, huh? (laughs) What's a pyramid? You remember those things? What's a pyramid? You remember those things nine million years ago that the precursor showed us? (laughs) Leave some of those. (laughs) Yeah, and remind them what for. It's definitely spelled
0: F O R E, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Uh,.
1: um so this is when the didact gets involved uh he favored precision military strikes and the constructions of construction of shield worlds like onyx um shield worlds are planet-sized defense systems um which we see in the novel ghosts of onyx uh and they have the capacity to just like break apart into trillions of um sentinel robots um we have we mentioned shield worlds in the past and in some of the older episodes as well because
2: they're relevant to the covenant and and humanity. As well, The writers of this show really feel There is a strong defense Into breaking into millions of tiny pieces Because that's exactly what the precursors thought too (laughs) (laughs) We'll take one big thing Break it into millions of little things There's no way they could kill all the millions of little things There's too many (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully they didn't start just like Feeding sentinels to their domesticated animals And then (laughs)
1: wondering what the problem was
2: They have strangely metallic backs These days Yeah
0: (laughs) That's an old (laughs) philosophy problem
2: (laughs) It's like if
0: you took a person and you took all their little atoms away and you put them all back together somewhere else, would they still think the same? Would they still be the same person? The ship
2: of Theseus, right? I, yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah. Speaking of Twitch streams, I heard the funniest take on the Twitch of Theseus just yesterday where it was like, if you gave the ship of Theseus a fursuit, is it still the same ship? <laughs> 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 Which is just a great, a great sentence. With all
0: the pieces are underneath, yeah, I guess. The, great,
2: the great moral thinkers of our time are are still uh, <laughs> at work on Twitch.tv, clearly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, having played Halo recently, the flood killer tech of the sentinel robots is in the game from day one like you fight you fight alongside and then against the sentinels in the library and on the pillar of autumn at the end of the game and the uh sentinel beam in halo 2 is easily the best way to kill the flood it just burns it just burns their bodies away uh, it returns them to the dust in literally basically um and it's i kind of like the fact that the ter- making a shield world out of sentinels is like a game related thing opposed to this ancient alien bullshit that we're dealing with where the forerunners just make a series of insane mistakes <laughs> after they <laughs> fed cocaine to all their domesticated pets <laughs> Um, the little robot janitor that you interact with uh, in halo uh, 343 guilty spark uh, also like clarifies that ballistic weapons aren't very good uh, against the flood which is also reflected in the gameplay so like he they really did work this in from the beginning and this is the, these novels came out after the game so yeah. this is someone working way too far backwards in my opinion but like at least still retaining a little bit of uh, a little bit of that
2: we have to make this story make sense damn it let's start 10 million years ago yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that'll give us enough time to sort shit out <laughs>
2: like, okay.
1: okay, huge fucking leeway <laughs>
2: <laughs> ten million uh, years ago, there's a bunch of humans on a ship, but humans didn't exist ten million years ago. Shut up, oh. damn it! I'm <laughs> <laughs> for that. They will.
1: The aliens will both elevate us and return us to cavemen. Don't yeah, worry. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> elevate us from
2: and return us to. It's yeah. our natural status, caveman. Yeah, don't you see? We were hyper evolved before we were idiots, and then we became normally evolved to become hyper evolved again. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know basic sci-fi? Damn it. <laughs> Um, the builder cast
1: of the Forerunner was against the idea of big number of small gun, and they settled on small number of big, big gun. gun. That's That's cool. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Yeah. So in that case, you're much more of a builder cast guy. You're just like, don't make a planet out of tiny robots. Make a planet but less of them. One so this is the planet.
2: seven Halo installations. If you like it, you should have put a ring on it, said the builder cast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Bayhive was just was, the, was responsible for the creation of
1: the Halo installations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the conservation of the galaxy species aboard the Ark, which is a space station anchored outside of the galaxy that you go to in Halo 3. It's yeah, kind of 3. the command center for the Halo Array. Um, the Halos were built to destroy all intelligent, edible races in the galaxy. Um, anything related to what would be called neural physics... So the Forerunner devolving people back to the Stone Age is the reason humans still exist in the Milky Way galaxy.
2: Okay. Because
1: the Halo weapons somehow, I guess, do like an IQ test at the time of firing and didn't atomize cavemen because I guess they showed up or whatever, the energy beam showed up, saw someone squatting in a ditch, taking a shit in a swamp <laughs> water. And it was just like... I don't think that the Flood are going to yeah, yeah.
2: need that. It, it just, just feels cruel. Yeah. <laughs> said, <laughs> said the energy beam before careening off to wipe out another intelligent yeah, species. <laughs>
1: <wandering around it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Forerunner had loaded a gun at this point and pressed it against the Temple of the Milky Way Galaxy saying, you can't fire me. All waiting, all the while waiting for the Flood's monocle to pop off with indignation yeah, yeah. into their like, sparkling flute of biomass yeah. so that they could <laughs> then say, I quit and pull the trigger, not not turning them to dust, but like actually dissolving and atomizing like sentient life in the galaxy. Authentic biomass only comes from the uh, biomass region of France as well, so that's why it's not. It's just
2: sparkling (laughs) bio exactly (laughs) (laughs) Um, sludge. So the they pull the trigger, the forerunners, they do, and the covenant, the ET covenant. They're okay through it all? This was
1: not explained. I the hierarchy somehow made it
2: through. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure.
1: I guess they weren't advanced enough. They were just like fuzzy bunny lovers
2: and that wasn't seen so, as a threat or something. Yeah, there there was two qualifications. There was uh you had to be smart enough and you had to have legs that you were willing to use. And yeah. they didn't have legs <laughs> they were willing to use, so yeah you know so was like a planet of joggers gone yeah. never seen never seen again don't pick on the dumb kid don't pick on the kid in the wheelchair that's the laser's yeah. two rules <laughs> 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 by god the, the all-destroying laser uh lives by
1: <laughs> yeah the, the the halo arrays function on like an elementary school like <laughs> like
0: class system basically yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of my good friends, uh, Vince, who sometimes listens to the show. Yeah, uh, went to a hockey game with this friend who's in a wheelchair. And they uh, they had the the national anthem and everybody stood up. And he... Vince looks at his friend like, "Come on, man, stand up. It's the national anthem." <laughs> <laughs> like, and they're laughing together, but some other person, this lady, got really mad at, at Vince yeah, yeah. for for saying that to him because, like, defending the guy who doesn't want to be defended. He wants to have like those joking yeah. times. Thanks, Karen. fucking Karen. Thank yeah, you.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. You're ruining the national anthem for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my
0: disabled friend and i were just trying to enjoy ourselves she turns around and takes off her karen haircut and puts it to her chest (laughs) holding
2: her karen haircut over her heart
1: (laughs) all wine for the national anthem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so the forerunner would eventually come into contact with the flood again on the planet Seaward uh in and around the year 97,745
2: BC Seaward C- Seaward um, like the the what you call friends in Australia or
1: yeah like Seaward like S E A W A R D it's the human name for the planet now that okay. we've discovered it because the forerunners as we're going to find out uh didn't threaten the gal the
2: milky way with nothing they were they weren't no bitch but Seaward, not cunt not c right
1: oh excuse me <laughs> yes uh, it is it they did not rediscover the flood had been living on the planet cunt that is not
2: i was like first of all why isn't he just saying it why is he yeah. giving it so much power second of all why are <laughs> they living there why would the writers write that but they did it was me who was stupid
1: (laughs) well like halo no one even says fuck i don't know if that's their (laughs) pg-13
2: one word to get away with that they would choose (laughs) i you know like the uh the opening like cutscenes always have like the the bare black borders and then they say like the the mission name and it's usually the place that you are and it's just like c (laughs) asterisk 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 like on the screen like what what That would be interesting. That
1: might not be in the remaster. They may have yeah. taken it out. I no, think that's, i missed That's that. when you hit the,
2: when you switch the graphics options in the remastered during oh, that yeah. cutscene. It'll show you the old one and then the new one. It says C Ward instead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you play as Master Seaward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: so this was this, they they started censoring swears some nine thousand years after the war with the ancient humans had ended. So we were. 9,000 years into being cavemen again. Um, The Flood had changed, uh, but the Forerunner had not. Very stuck in their ways. Um, The strategies that the Forerunner developed were for disease control and not warfare. And the Flood had changed into an infectious military force at this point. Yeah. Um, After spending time away studying in Europe, um, the Flood had learned how to create grave mines... Uh, which were like gigantic landfills Of genetic material who could Act as what are called the compound intelligence That could psychically Command like kind of nearby um, Flood forces So now they had a They had invented basically biological radio So that yeah. they
0: could communicate over long distances you, I like you. compound intelligence <laughs> it's like, well, I feel like Twitch chat can figure out anything if you have a big enough Twitch chat, but they're all idiots on their own. Yeah, yeah. but they, they have a compound in intelligence. Oh yeah,
1: a flood could never beat Pokemon Red without without a grave mine. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and sure, yeah, it took eleven days or whatever the fuck. Right. But this is how they finally <laughs> did it.
2: Yeah. Uh, and they praise the Helix fossil. That's why they all look like not like weird sea monsters, right? Yeah. It's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, Battery Jesus is coming up shortly in the next paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is dubbed the coordinated stage of their evolution, so basically, like, Twitch plays Pokemon stage of the Flood evolution. Um, the early tactics of the new Flood involved just bombarding Forerunner planets with unarmed civilian spacecraft filled with infected bodies. Um, their orbital fleets would at first hesitate to kill civilians or tourists, um, which allowed the Floods to land and infest a planet with relative ease.
2: Oh, the flood would never invade Disney World. It's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, have you seen some shit from Disney World? I would almost prefer the flood. Just <laughs> um, like a, of- a guy in a goofy costume, but a bunch of those like weird like waving tendrils. his hands, tendrils go, p- out, yeah. p- coming out of its mouth. <laughs> 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 Of course, Master Chief. (laughs) I feel a little under the weather today. Uh, (laughs) I
0: was wondering. Meaty claw. I've heard from other podcasts of people who've worked there and all the people in these costumes that have the big masks are just sweating boiling hot yeah. and like suffering in there so they have this big smile on the outside but they're just like panting and terrible on the inside. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a buddy of mine who worked at Disney World in Florida in Orlando.
1: He thankfully was cast as stereotypical Canadian, but he had like only what? a few plaid shirt costumes that he was allowed to wear that were washed by other staff. So he had like he was like hermetically sealed into like, a, a do, plaid. Do shirt. they have? Do they have like Canadians on display at Disney World? Like do, it's, <laughs> it's, it's part of the new, slightly less racist. It's a small world display. they have like actors who go around oh. dressed up as like national stereotypes? And he <laughs> was the Canadian guy, so they cast him as lumberjack.
0: Right. Here we have a talking mouse. Here we have uh, a man who who works north of the border. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah, we've got all the nationalities
2: here. In my country, you hoser, we got free health care. That's it. That's it. Take him out. <laughs> As he's being dragged, I'll come to your house and slam your cupboard doors. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Take away one of his plaid shirts. <laughs> just Just two rations this yeah. week. Yeah um so out of desperation the forerunner armada would simply bombard infected planets uh recycling the tactic that humanity had musing on them Mm -hmm. uh however at this point it was obviously far too late uh the flood having retreat retreated were based somewhere else in the milky way so they had set up shops somewhere else with their multiple kind of relayed grave mines, so that they could communicate constantly but the fact that the forerunner concentrated on turning humanity back into cavemen means they never bothered looking for the Flood in the first place. Um, the Orbital Bombardment... If Orbital Bombardment wasn't an option, local Forerunner leaders would amass their own weapons of mass destruction in a few places around a planet and just detonate them, um, committing suicide in the hope that some other planet could be spared. Um, George does this in Halo Reach, when they detonate the bomb on the uh, on the Covenant ship. So it's a little similar plot point there okay sure um the forerunner had tried to de- deploy sentinel robots from their shield worlds but after that failed they attempted one of i'm not gonna lie one of the coolest fucking things that i've read recently which is called premature stellar collapse um
2: this tactic involved- a lot of men suffer from it okay <laughs> <laughs> is there a black hole in your life
0: <laughs> we have a pill for you yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so this tactic involved exactly that was I mean fixing the dicks of forerunner men but uh-huh. also the bombardment of solar system uh, of a solar system star to the point where it would go supernova and burn all the planets in its orbit to dust as well as killing all edible aliens and the flood on those planets turning them back into dust is which of course is their natural form yeah. <laughs> Um, At the same time, one of the Forerunner's most important AIs, called the Medicant Bias, uh, had Snake uninstalled from its operating system and defected to the Gravemind, granting the Gravemind untold amounts of data regarding the Forerunner strategies. Um, The Flood can now control super superweapons, because they were connected to the Wi-Fi, and turned them in on their own worlds. Um, Having conquered the Forerunner AI, and being based in, like, huffed precursor dust basically um the flood could now turn even more esoteric technology against the forerunners um they could now weaponize a network built by the precursor called the star roads which were like physical multi-kilometer thick cables that would join star systems together uh, and they could use that these would like take
2: mini- multiple kilometers let me tell you yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One kilometer will not bridge two stars. <laughs> ah, no.
1: But Blood could now use these gigantic intergalactic threads to like smash planets apart like a flail. Oh hell yeah. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, so the Forerunner finally realized it was to pull it's time to pull the trigger on the pistol they had pressed against their temples this whole time. And in ninety seven thousand four hundred forty five BC they activated the Halo Array. Uh, after testing it, testing one of them on the ancient human world of Charum Hakur, all of the useful life to the Flood was l- wiped out, starving them to death and ending the plague. Um, humanity, having been devolved, like I said, and just like plopped back onto Earth, survived, and some Flood specimens that were in laboratories on the halos themselves survived as well, only to be l- released uh, by accident centuries later. Right. So that is By flood. Mr. Chief. But um, I think it's the Covenant actually released the flood in Halo, but that is the flood before Halo.
0: I a hope a you- lot of C words. Covenant chief. Cont. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: all right, cool. Should we start? Should we start just going through the dictionary all the C words while Peter pees? Uh, yeah, we should. Uh, What's
0: the first one? Do you think? Like without looking, cabinet cab maybe oh cabinet's good is there double a is there like a
2: cane uh (laughs) if you say it weird i guess uh cabinet's probably a good one Uh, cabinet's really good that was quick you came up with that really quick (laughs) c a b it's the first three letters of the alphabet simply rearranged you understand
0: yeah (laughs) you're not wrong just straight up cab is better than cabinet i I think cab would cab would go first Yeah.
2: yeah Uh, And then if there's a cabana, would go before cabinet as well. What other words go before cabinet in the alphabet? Uh, Is there a cab, like a system of cabes? I wish. Cable? No, that L comes after I. Pete, what's the first, the earliest C word that you can think of? I already got cabinet, but there's one earlier than that (laughs) in the dictionary. There's at least two earlier than that.
0: Oh, I got a good one for you guys too. (laughs) Cabbage? What's the, good sh- one.
2: What's the shortest amount
0: of letters in a C-word you could have? One? C? No, it's two. <laughs> can you guess the word? Uh, co. It's C-Y, and I have no idea what it means. Oh, oh sorry. That's fun. Yeah.
1: Sorry about that. I was rushing at the end there because my kidneys were going to explode. I had to piss so bad. That's but okay. I- we-,
2: we vamped very effectively. We talked about words in the alphabet or words in the oh, dictionary. Okay. Thank uh, God! The one I came up with before cabinet was Cabana.
1: Cabana's good. Oh, Cabana would would be before cabinet. Well. Cabal
2: is good. Cabal, yeah. yeah, That would be before Cabana. Ooh, Cabaletas. What's a cabaletta? I like it. it. Sounds like a type of shoe, maybe. It's a short operatic aria of simple form and style. It's a uh, it's wow. music. Music. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Or maybe a type of shoe. There's no way to tell. Did we? Okay, <laughs> you, you're looking up all these other words. Do we ever find out what C Y is? Oh, it's it's short for cycle. You guys want to go for a sigh later? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we go going somewhere? Let me grab my sigh. It's short for cycle, of course, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody just
1: shaking their fucking heads. Jesus oh, Christ,
2: head. get me Uber. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cabbage head means informal, a stupid person.
2: Ooh, so does, uh, so does a moon calf. There's another... Uh, Informal word for stupid person for you guys.
0: A moon calf? Yep. <laughs> like a cow? Yeah.
2: But like can moon you, calf.
0: Can you name a 15 letter word that starts with C? Such, oh, so, so specific.
2: <laughs> uh, cancerousnesses. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's relevant for a discussion about the flood at the very least.
0: Yeah, would have been my last guess. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Uh, Cannibalization, which is not a bad one. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Cannibal corpse.
2: That's two words. Oh, there's a lot of them. Holy, there's 13 pages of. 13 pages (laughs) of 15-letter-long c words. Yes, sir. Oh my God. And according to
0: dictionary.com slash e slash word finder slash words that start with C. There
2: you go. Does so, that start with an HTTPS? I'll, I'll hit you with it. www. We'll post it on yeah, on th- Patreon. Th- we'll post it on Patreon instead of the uh, the false titles for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, folks. Try and figure out what we're Ooh. talking about this week.
0: <laughs> et. I like that. That's cute. And a vegetable.
1: That is cute. It does, it does sound like an, uh, like an hors d'oeuvre yeah uh pete you want to take us home yeah so the episode's done so now it's just the outro so i'll just start out i'll just do a regular outro out of there
2: yeah, sure. we've never I, stopped recording. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm going to cut any of this. So now that the listeners know that that's what you were planning on doing, but this is all staying in. Ah, uh, no, a little peek behind. The curtain. <laughs> it's like it's like you said. They love the banter, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah They got they got the meat. If they didn't want to stay for this, they didn't have to because this is just yeah, exactly. extra credit at this point. If
1: you don't want the chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the halo. Uh, I've been Peter O'Donohue, uh, always on a hot mic. Thank God I didn't say anything offensive. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> we said a couple of uh, offensive things this episode but they'll stay in uh, let the listeners decide
1: yeah exactly it's all about context <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you can find my work at loreboys podcast on instagram or at squared idea squared dash um, that's where you can find me and uh jimbo what if i wanted to i don't know uh, infect your body over hundreds of years
0: well, if you can find me on Discord uh, where you can see some of my characteristics or maybe some of my changefulness or my childlikenesses, uh, which are all 15-letter C <laughs> there words. There
2: we go. And, I got uh, it, JB, without you explaining it, but thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Discord, so just go to Lordboys.com slash about and you'll find us on Discord. Lots of cool folks there hanging out, so
2: yeah. come on by. Thanks to all our supporters on Patreon. Uh, big shout-out to you guys. Much love. Uh, anybody wants to get in touch with us like jamie said go to discord or you can send us an email uh we're we're gathering stock for another mailbag uh it was a ton of fun we promised to do the audio better uh this time when we do it um yeah and we'll, we'll release it with better quality. But we had a, a blast doing it. It seems like you guys enjoyed listening to it, or at least some of you. So we'll do another one at some point. But uh, we need you, of course. We need your emails. Um, so send them on over or send us a message on Discord and just let us know, like, hey, could I ask you this question on the mailbag or something? And we'll be happy to read it. Um, also, if you want to remain anonymous in your questions, just make sure to call it out. Otherwise, we'll uh, probably read your name or whatever you signed your email with. Uh yeah, thank you for listening. You guys are great. We do have Floorboys Prime as always, uh, a service that we offer to you guys uh, to send us something, and we'll we'll do something for you in return. We are of course collecting jars of dust, uh, but we want it to be bio dust. So uh, I think <laughs> I'm sure that I have requested your uh, toenails and hair before, but I'm doing it again so we can pulverize it into a fine dust. I I started experimenting, guys, with uh various body parts with nerve endings uh, in a grinder and they all hurt every single one of them hurt uh <laughs> it turns out there's very few even my ears like i don't my ears aren't pierced so i'm not used to pain on like pain in the cartilage of my ears uh but it was quite uncomfortable when i stuck it into the blender uh, so I've decided instead I'm just going to go with parts that fall off or can be cut off kind of easily on their own. So if, if you guys lose any eyelashes at home, if you guys uh, lose any toenails fingernails and you want to be part of, of the lower boys race in uh 9 million years after some dumb British explorer <laughs> ends up opening up a can of fake peanuts <laughs> and has dust explode in their face, uh, thus infecting them into something that will eventually try and de- destroy all life in the galaxy. Uh, we'd love to, we'd love to have it from you guys. So just make sure to send over $13, uh, Uh, you know, um, plus postage in an envelope with whatever trimmings from your body you might have. Send them over to Pete's place. I don't want to handle them because I I personally find it kind of gross, but Pete will take care of it. Uh, yeah, I'm not vegetarian yet. I'll take your. I'll,
1: I'll. 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 I'll take your. I'll take all your discarded hair. Don't worry about that. Yeah,
2: it's, <laughs> it's the fact that I don't eat meat that makes me uncomfortable handling other people's toenails and body hair. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm this. I'm the squeamish lore boy. Uh, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> and I guess that constitutes a lore boys. Lore, lore boys. boys. Lore boys out. Ow.
0: crystallization hit me with a couple more would you cryptozoologies oh i, oh, I cockney cocknification cocknification is turning like someone turning, into turning a someone a into
2: a british orphan <laughs>
0: it's giving someone uh the affectations of of someone with a cockney accent so if i gave you uh if i cockneyified you you would say or instead of horse oh yeah gotcha in it
2: gotcha. yeah and it got, they you're cockney-ificationed right now. I cognificationified myself. <laughs> you sure have. <laughs> give me one more. One more good C word, please.
0: Um Okay, let me give you a really good one. I'm I'm going in. I'm going in. Yeah.
2: Um, oh, these are all the counters. These are really easy. I know a good long C word, I don't think it's fifteen letters, but it's Calypagus. Uh, and it means having a nice ass. Oh, I like oh, that. Oh, that is good. I got that one from uh Joseph Keller's Cash 22. Whoa. Concert Mistress. <laughs> well, like that's a Lady a of the Night, one, but specifically it's like for
0: It's a female leader of the first violins in a symphony orchestra who no is usually also way. the assistant to the conductor.
2: Oh, huh. that is gross. She's the I hate concert that.
0: mistress. I hate that.
2: <laughs> <sighs> that's
0: interesting.
1: Which one do you wrote a script?
2: My name's Ethan Dick is a great name for a pug But pug is not such a great name for a dick <laughs> <laughs> You want to say hi to pug? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
0: I don't know what kind of dog I would want for my dick Maybe like a wiener dog's too on the nose
2: Mastiff is pretty good
0: I was thinking that was my backup Because it sounds big and beefy and thick And, you and know? hard right? It's Mastiff yeah. A massive just attacked another dog like five minutes ago
2: before I got on this call. My dick Holy is known shit. for biting dogs, so very appropriate.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. I suppose if I had to choose uh, one of those like, you know, because I'm a lovemaking guy, less of a fucking guy. I I'd, I'd <laughs> do one of those wholesome dogs like a St. Bernard or
0: something like that. If you could get a cock ring with a little like thing of rum at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like a little, 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 little barrel, barrel of whiskey. whiskey dangling from your balls. Uh,
1: I wouldn't do a poodle because I don't want to put that effort, that much effort into my pubes. Mm-hmm. It'd be ridiculous. Right?
2: Uh, if you ever got syphilis, you could uh, call it a dalmatian. Oh, ew! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess you could. <laughs> my, you can call mine corgi because it's uh, long and thin and has stubby legs.
0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Queens are them. cute. I love corgis. I love corgis.